Amen. What a privilege it is to serve the living God. I said, what a privilege it is to serve the living God tonight. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Brother Jackie. We appreciate you, buddy. Amen. If you have your Bibles this evening, turn with us to the book of 2 Kings. We want to read from 2 Kings chapter 4, starting at verse 25. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus. We count it an honor to be with you once again. It's certainly good to see people in the house. Amen. Look forward to the day that we can all join ourselves back together again. And, amen. I'm just going to keep holding on for it. Just keep believing for it. And, amen. Walk towards that day that we can put all this COVID and all this behind us. And, amen. Amen. But you know, it's made us closer to each other. Yes, that's right. I believe so. Yes, Lord. It's made some people pray more than they've prayed in a long time. I amen. believe so. Amen. So, you know, it seems like every time the enemy throws a punch, God always has a counterpunch that helps his children. Amen. So, I'm just grateful for that. Am I not on? I'm never on. Am I on? What did you miss? I'll start over. <laughs> Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to the book of 2 Kings. We want to read from 2 Kings uh, chapter 4, starting at verse 25. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And once again, we sure do appreciate Brother Jackie Benton. May God bless our brother richly. Amen. Thank you, Brother Jackie, for all you've done for God's people. Amen. Glory. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 25. So she went and came into the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold, yonder is the Shudamite. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy child? And she answered, It is well. And when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by the feet. But, but, but Gehazi came near and thrust her away. And the man of God said, let her alone. For her soul is vexed within her and the Lord hath hid it from me and hath not told me. Then she said, did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, gird up thy loins and take my staff in thine hand and go thy way. And if thou meet any man, salute him not. And if any salute thee, answer him not again and lay my staff upon the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her because she just wouldn't leave. He arose and followed her. Let us bow our heads. I want to speak to you for a few minutes this evening on hold on. Hold on. Heavenly Father, Lord, our hearts just swell in your presence, Lord. And we just felt you, dear God, move upon us, Lord. We are grateful for that. And Father God, as we stand here before your children this evening, we have this confidence in you, Lord, that you will not fail us. For Lord, heavens and earth will pass away, yet your word will never fail, Lord. 
And Father God, everything that we as believers need or have or desire lays within your word, Lord. And Father, as our precious brother Jack is saying, Lord, we claim the blood of the Lord Jesus. To wash us, Lord, and to heal us, Lord, and to keep us in this hour. And Lord, there are many needs as Father, our phone today of text and all this week of different ones around the world. And Lord, sometimes it seems overwhelming, Lord. There's just so many, and yet, God, no matter how many needs they will be, Lord, in this whole world, there's not, that they will never, dear God, exhaust your ability to move upon each situation. So, Lord, it's with confidence that we come before you and lift our brothers and sisters up tonight who are in need. And, Lord, may your spirit move those who are in their home, God, and those who are unable to be here because they're sick, Lord, we pray. And may by the end of the service, Lord, may they start to write out their testimonies that you pass by and touch them, Lord. Bless the service tonight, Father. You see our need, Lord. We just surrender into your hands for your glory. Speak to your children now, we pray. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. And the bride says, Amen. Amen. God bless you, saints. You may be seated. Hold on. Now, hold on by definition. It means to endure or keep going in difficult circumstances. Like they would say, if you could only hold on just a little longer. And you know, them old westerns that we used to see when we were children and the horses was running away and the hero of the movie would always come riding up on a fast horse and the people on the, on the, on the, on the stagecoach would be screaming and frantic and they would yell out, just hold on. Amen. Amen. It means to sustain in a difficult time. And there's some other words that go along with hold on. It means to keep going, to keep on, to last, to continue, to persevere, to struggle on, to carry on, to go on, to hang on, to hold out, to not give up, to see it through, to stay the course, to soldier on, to stick to it, to stick it out, to hang in there. All those mean the same thing, hold on. But the opposite of the meaning, hold on, is give up. Give up. So I say to you tonight, either we're going to hold on or we're going to give up. Because we're living in a time where many are getting discouraged. We're living in a time when many are walking away and turning aside and are simply giving up. Suicide's at an all-time high. Drug addictions at an all-time high. Divorce at an all-time high because people are giving up. People are simply turning aside. But I say to you tonight, church, don't give up. Hold on. Hold on. Amen. This Shudamite woman that we read about in the scriptures, she is the very definition of hold on. You see, she stayed the course. She did not give up. Now, to get an understanding of what we're, we're talking about in these scriptures, we've got to go back to where the story starts. Because we just picked it up in the scriptures in the middle of the story. But this woman we read about the Bible, it doesn't give her name. 
But it does tell us where she's from. She is a Shunammite woman from the city of Shuma. Now Shuma means a double rest or a two places of rest. So she was from a double rest city. And Shuma was a city in Iskar, north of Manassas, about five miles south of Mount Tabor. And the great prophet Elisha would travel through this city on his travels. And it came to pass as he traveled through the city that she began to notice this man of God. It was something about this man that was different that got her attention. And so she began to offer the man of God some bread. She began to offer him something to eat. And so it came to pass that he began, as he made his way through the city, he would stop at her home to fellowship. And one day she told her husband, as he, she said, you know, I, I, I want to make room for this man. I want to make a place that when he passes through the city, if he's tired, he can find some rest. I want to make a room for Elisha. So she made a room in her home for the prophet. And no doubt she called it the Elisha room. I've stayed in many of them. Many of them throughout the message where they have a little place for the preacher to say, and they call it the Elisha room. You know, and I think as I was thinking about that, that she said, I want to make room in my home for the prophet of God. And I think that would be a good thing for all of us to do is to clean some of the clutter. It's to clean some of the junk out of our lives and make more room for Jesus. You say, you're talking to me, I'm talking about every one of us. Come on, preach with me tonight. Say amen or out something. I think every one of us could get some of the clutter out of our lives and make more room for Jesus. Amen. It might have been the game room. It might have been the TV room. I don't know what room she did, but she took a broom in her house and made room for the prophet of God. Elijah told them, make this valley full of ditches. The deeper you dig, the more water you get. And the more we can get the world out of our lives, there's more room for Jesus. Amen. Well, that didn't go over too good. I mean, my sins. But it's the truth. Sometimes we get so cluttered up with the world and the things of the world and the news of the world. And then we find ourselves taking political sides. Come on, somebody. But let's get the clutter out. Let's get the junk out of our lives. Amen. And make more room for Jesus. That the Holy Ghost can flow. So she did this act of kindness to the man of God. And the Bible said, he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. And Brother Brandon preached the message, God cares. He cares. And the prophet said, God cares for people who cares. God cares for those who care for him. And the Bible says, as you've done it unto the least of these, my children, you have done it unto me. So not only did she make room for the prophet Elisha, she was actually making room for God in her home. To make God welcome in her home. And it so pleased the prophet of God that this woman did such an act of kindness that he wanted to do something for her. And he began to ask around, what does she need? Well, she was a wealthy woman. So she really didn't need more money or, or a nicer home or a nicer chariot. 
But Gehazi said, Lord, she doesn't have a child. Got a lot of servants, but no child. And the prophet called the woman to him and said, this time next year, according to the time of life, you will have a child. And just as the prophet said, she had the boy. And when he's about 11 year old, you know the story. He was out in the field with his pop. He's out in the field working in the harvest time. And the prophet said he must have had a sunstroke because he grabbed his head and he began to say, my head, my head, my head. And he got sicker and sicker and he began to be, become fainty. And, and the father said, take the boy to his mama. I ain't got time. I've got to direct the service. You take my boy to his mama. Tell him that he's acting funny. And so they touched the boy. They rushed him up to the mama and put the boy on her lap. And about noontime, he died. Life left his body. Amen. And she took him and laid him. Notice what she did. She took this boy and laid him on the prophet's bed. Now there's a wonderful revelation here. You see, she didn't take him to his own bed. Which would have been the thing to do if the boy died, take him to his bed, lay him on his bed. But she didn't lay him on his bed. She didn't lay him on her bed or her husband's bed, but she took him and laid him on the prophet's bed in the prophet's chamber in the Elisha room and placed him on the prophet's bed because she knew, oh, hallelujah, that everything that prophet touched was blessed. Oh, church, can you realize tonight how blessed we are? Our lives, oh, hallelujah, our lives has been touched by God. We have been touched by the hand of God. You are standing here tonight because God touched you with a revelation of this message. He gave us light in the hour of darkness. He gave us peace in a time of trouble, rest in a time of unrest, revelation in a time of insanity. Well, brother, there's so many questions. There's so many questions today. That may be true. I'm not denying that. There's probably more questions now than there's ever been. I'm not denying that. But we've got something that the world don't got. We've got the answer. Oh, hallelujah. The world has the question. The world has the confusion. But you're sitting here tonight with the answer. You may not have a hundred dollars in your pocket, but you have riches untold tonight. We are blessed because our lives have been touched by the master. Oh, glory to God, I'll make a Baptist shout. They'll run the aisles and scream and swing from chandeliers. Don't even know what they're shouting about. And we're sitting here tonight with this great truth. We're sitting here tonight feasting on the mysteries that God had in his mind before the foundation of the world that God is revealing to us. Not only who the prophet was, but who we are. And we sat here tonight, a revelated people, a blessed people, an anointed people, a people who will take a body change. Amen. We are blessed. Well, brother Darrell, there's so much sickness in our church. There's sickness everywhere. 
but we're blessed. We may have the sickness, but we've also got the answer. Oh, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. She said to her husband, saddle me up in you. Take a servant. Take a servant with me. I'm going to go get the man of God. She told that servant, said, look, I want you to go. Don't stop. If anybody salutes you, don't you salute back. I want you to go straight to the man of God up there at Mount Carmel. Oh, that's it, saints of God. Set your eyes on the go and don't look back, amen. Don't get sidetracked. Don't stop and listen to the downers. Don't stop and listen to the confusion. Just keep going, amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes those that are the closest to us will try to make us doubt the most. They will try to hinder us the most. But I say, don't look at that. Just hold on to the promise. Just keep marching. Just keep riding, amen. Her husband, her husband said to her, it's neither new moon, neither is it Sabbath. So the man of God won't be there. What a thing to say to your wife who just laid her dead son on the bed. Huh? Get a little encouragement from your husband. Get a little encouragement from your mate, you know. Somebody, anybody want to encourage it should be your wife. It should be your husband. She said, get me a mule, get me a saddle, get me a servant, somebody to take me to the man of God. He said, it won't do you no good. He's not up there. You're wasting your time. You're too late. It's just over. Just forget it. The doctor says it's too far along. But brother, let me tell you, every time you try to make a move towards God, you're going to have discouragers. You're going to have doubters. You're going to have hindrances. You're going to have obstacles. Somebody trying to turn you back. Somebody trying to hold you back. But I say, just keep going. Don't listen. Don't listen to the critics. Just keep writing. Get, oh, hallelujah. Get to where the word of God is being manifested. Oh, hallelujah. Let this world turn you aside. Don't let this world discourage you. If you get discouraged, turn off the radio. Don't listen to the news. Don't let them discourage you. Don't let them get your eyes off the goal, off the purpose. Come on, somebody. Amen. We've got a higher calling. We've got a higher order. We've got somewhere to go. I said, we got somewhere to go. Oh, Brother Darrell, the ship's going down. America's going down, I know. But we've got somewhere to go. We've got a lifeboat, amen. When she got to where Elisha was, he seen her coming. He told Gehazi, I said, go ask her. Go ask her, is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy boy? Is it well with thee? Look, her son laying dead in the prophet's chamber. She had just had a disagreement with her husband on whether to go or not. Family dispute. How much worse can it get? The only child 
never had a child. Now she has a child. Now the son died from a sunstroke. She lays him on the prophet's bed. Her husband said, they ain't used to go up there. Elijah ain't up there. It's not the Sabbath. It's not a new moon. He's not going to be up there. He's not scheduled there this week. You might as well just stay at home. You might as well just forget it. I'll get somebody to come. We'll bury the boy. But she said, no. When she got to where the prophet was, he said, is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy boy? And she said, it is well. Amen. I like that. It's well. You know why? Because she was in the presence of the prophet. She was in the presence of the one who had prophesied she would have the son. And now everything was well because she was in his presence once again. If she had that much confidence standing in the presence of a prophet, how much more confidence ought we to have tonight standing in the presence of the one who sent the prophet? Brother, we're not standing in the presence of a prophet. We're not standing in the presence of a seventh angel messenger. That's not who's in our midst. Brother Branham's not in our midst. Come on, somebody. But who's in our midst? The Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I'll never leave you. He said, I'll never forsake you. He said, we're two or three are gathered. I will be in their midst. So we have confidence tonight. Not in just a prophet. Not in just a message. But the one who sent the message. The one who sent the messenger. The one who gave you the Holy Ghost. say to you tonight all is well you may have trouble but all is well you may have COVID but all is well you may be sick but all is well you may have great difficulties but I say to you all is well I'll be honest with you it's scary to run 104, 105 fever and your body shakes, you can't control it. I don't, I'm not ashamed to tell you. I got scared when I went to breathe and my lungs wouldn't expand. It's a scary feeling. But laying there on that floor that night, Brother Louis, I had something that the world didn't have. I had something that John City Medical Center didn't have. Oh, hallelujah. I had something that the VA couldn't provide for me. What was it? I had a promise that my God was in control of my life. And the devil could not take me till God was done with me. So I said, Lord, live or die. I place my life in your hands, Lord. Amen. In our most difficult time, in the hardest times of our life, we can testify all is well because God is my daddy. We're in the presence of Jesus Christ. But you see, if you don't recognize that, it'll do you no good. Amen. There's many people walked over a $100 bill that somebody lost all their bill for because they just didn't see it. Somebody else sees it and picks it up and they got 100 bucks. Other people walk all over it because they don't see it. Wouldn't it be sad you get there that day and find out that Jesus was sitting right beside you on a Wednesday night and you failed to see him? We're in the presence, friends. We are in the presence of Jesus Christ. Well, I don't feel him, brother. I don't feel nothing. He never said, did you feel it? 
But he did say, did you believe it? Believe it, then you might feel it. It's a shame we have to believe it before, we have to feel it before we believe it. Come on, somebody. Can we believe him or not? Did he say he would do it or not? Well, I don't feel it. He never said that. But he did say, I'll be with you. I'll never leave you. Nor will I forsake you. And that's just, just as real as let there be light. She came to the man of God. She come up on the hill where the man of God was. And she caught him by the feet. You're talking about humility. You're talking about humbling herself down. She didn't go and put her arm around him. She didn't go up and shake his hand, look him in the eye. But she fell down at his feet and grabbed him by the feet. Gehazi come. She said, get up. Get off of him. Get away. And the prophet said, leave the woman alone. Her soul is very vexed. And God has kept this from me. So people preach that God's prophets know everything. That's simply not the truth. God's prophets only know what God shows them. That's what the Bible says. He said, the Lord has kept this from me. I don't know what's wrong with her. Leave her alone. She said to the man of God, did I desire a son, my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, God up thy loins, Gehazi. Take my staff in thy hand. Go thy way. If thou meet any man, salute him not. If any salute thee, answer him not again. And lay my staff upon the face of the child. He might have said, now you just go with Gehazi now. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right, ma'am. Just, just go on with Gehazi now. He's going to take my staff. He's going to lay it on, I was going to lay it on that boy's face now. It's going to be all right. And the mother of the child said, as the Lord liveth. And as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. I'm not going with Gehazi. I'm not going with your staff. I'm not leaving till you go with me. I'm holding on to you. I'm not letting go. I've got my hands around your feet. I'm not letting go. I am holding on. Will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. Oh, she said, Oh no, I'm here in your presence. I'm not leaving you. I'm holding on to it. I'm not letting go of you. You said God would give me a son. You spoke a son for me once. If you spoke a son for me once, you can do it again. I'm not leaving. You've got the answer that I need. I know where the answer is tonight. I'm not leaving. You spoke once for a son. You can speak again. If God's ever touched you one time, friend, cannot he do it again? If he ever delivered you one time, if he ever delivered you one time, can he not do it again? Think of it. Think of it tonight. We serve a God who turned water into wine. And the man at the wedding stood up and said, I got something to say. He said, usually, you know, they serve the good wine up front. Then when everybody gets good and drunk, they serve the cheap wine. And they're so drunk, they don't know the difference. He said, but this man here, he's kept the best wine for last. I have never, never have I tasted wine so good. Because you see, this wasn't made by the hand of a man. It was made by God. 
Hallelujah. He turned water into wine. How many times does he have to do it before we believe it? It's not once enough. It's not once enough. If he healed you one time, why would you have to wait for a sign or some kind of goosebump or some kind of sensation? If he ever done it once, can he not do it again? Then just hold on to the promise. Just grab the promise. I'm the Lord thy God that healeth thee. Grab a hold of it and don't let go of it. I just seen he had her on his head. There was nothing else to do but go with her. The prophet said, listen, if you'll just stay with the Holy Spirit... Like she stayed with Elisha. She grabbed him by the feet. She wasn't letting go. She was holding on. She was on his hands. You stay on Jesus' hands like that. She was on Elisha's hands. The only way to get her off of his hands was to go with her. And the prophet said, you stay on Jesus' hands like she stayed on Elisha's hands. She was on his hands. The prophet said, you stay on Jesus' hands like that. He loves you well enough to come to you. He loves you enough to bless you and save you. Then stay on his hands. Stay with the one who loved you. Stay with the one who saved you. Stay with the one who gave you the Holy Ghost. Oh, I like that. Hold on to it. When you take a hold of God for something, don't turn loose. Well, I trusted God till the rains broke, honey. That's the time to really trust him. Just hold on to him. That's right. Just hold on to him. If we could take a hold of God's agent, God's agent in those days, that this story we're talking about, God's agent at that time was Elisha. God's agent today is the Holy Spirit. Then hold on to it. Whenever you come in contact and feel the Holy Spirit on you, then hold on to it. I'll not leave you. Stay with it. Stay with it like Jacob did when he wrestled with the angel. And the angel said, let me go. It's getting sunlight. And what did Jacob say? I'm going to hold on to you. I'm not letting go. Until you bless me. Until you give me the things I'm desiring. Angel said, let me go, let me go. He said, I'll not let you go. I held on to him, amen. He stayed with him all night long. He did not let go, Brother Larry. Well, I'm tired. I've been holding on for 15 years. I've been, don't get tired now. If you've had on 15 years, just keep holding on. Don't quit now. Don't turn back now. Don't get scourged now. Don't look for opportunity to miss church now. Stay with it, amen. Stay with the promise. God's word is true. He'll do what he said he will do. Just stay with it. He sent Gehazi. He sent Gehazi with his staff. But that wasn't enough for her. Her confidence wasn't in the staff. Her confidence was in the prophet. As the Lord God lives and thy soul liveth and never dies. And she said, I'll, I'll, not, I'll not leave. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to stay right here. If you take Jesus as your healer, don't let go. 
Don't let no devil turn you back. Don't let nothing else ever turn you back. Don't let nothing talk you out of it. Just hold on to it. Well, brother, I've been holding on, but I'm still sick. Just keep holding on. The promise is true. The answer ain't in the symptoms. The answer's in the word. Amen. Amen. Stay with it. Stay right there. If the Lord God lives and my soul lives, I'll not leave you. Till I find out about my boy, I will not leave. And when Elijah couldn't get rid of her, he went with her. And that's the way you want to be with Jesus. You just want to get on his hands and stay there. Cry out day and night. That's the way, yes, sir. Don't turn loose. Don't look back one bit. If you believe it, stay there. There's mercy. In the Lord. Amen. Amen. It don't matter if our backs hurt for a year and a half. It's got nothing to do with it. God's still my healer. If I have to get in the morning, if I have to pull one leg out of the bed, and I get up in the morning and I can hardly put one foot in front of the other, that don't matter. I'm not looking at that. He's my healer. Amen. He touched me one time. He can do it again. He healed me of a broken collarbone when I was a little boy. You know, Bobby Pruitt's plat- uh, tent meeting down there. I, I believe it was in the- down in Keysport, if I memory serves me. I was just a little boy. But God healed me of a broken collarbone right there in the midst of those Pentecostals. If he done it in the midst of the Pentecostals, he can heal me in the midst of the bride amen so i'm gonna stay with him i'm gonna keep proclaiming god is my healer there's mercy in the lord there's mercy in the lord just stay with it amen too many people want to just quit things don't go their way they quit they get mad, they quit. They get hurt feelings, they quit. How God's ever going to use us? We're just a bunch of quitters. How can they have confidence in the people that step one day and down the next? We've got to stay the course, friends. We've got to toe the line. We've got to grab the promise and hang on to it. It's up to God. It's not up to me. It's not up to you to fulfill this word. God will fulfill it. He just need. He don't need my ability. He don't need my education. He just needs my skin. If he can get into me and express his word through me, it'll be what the word says it'll be for this hour. For you have been called to manifest the word for your hour. Remember the teachings that Jesus gave about the unjust judge? He said this woman constantly knocked on his door. She was persistent. He turned her away today. She came back tomorrow. He turned away the next day. She came back the next day. She was on his hands. This judge got so upset. He said, I fear neither God nor man. But this woman is driving me crazy. She, I can't even eat my food every time I sit down to eat. I, every time I go to bed at night, I, when I get up in the morning, she's constantly knocking on my door. She's constantly knocking on the door. This woman torments me day and night, crying after me. And the prophet said, that's the way you want to get with God. Be on his hands every morning, every night, every day, all the time, constantly. Keep seeking, keep asking, keep knocking, keep believing. Don't just knock a little, well, I guess it ain't for me. I guess I'm always going to have this. You'll always have it with that kind of attitude. But take the attitude. I'm not stopping till the arthritis is gone. I'm not stopping till the COVID is gone. I'm not stopping till the tingling is gone. I'm not quitting. I'm not turning back to the Holy Ghost is mine joy is mine peace is mine amen 
Amen. She cried. Day and night, he said, this woman, she's driving me crazy. But you know what she got? What she's asking for. You want the Holy Ghost? How bad you want it? You want enough to cry out for it? You want enough to come to the altar for it? Lay for it? Scream out for it? How bad do you want it? We always want God on our terms, but always come your terms. Sometimes you've got to, God's, got to come God's way. Amen. Amen. Well, preach, brother. I think I believe it will. You want the Holy Ghost? Then cry out for it. Cry out for it. How much, will God, how much more will God give the Holy Ghost to them who cry out for it day and night? If we got faith to believe that God can do it and will do it, then let's take a hold of it and hold on to it. Amen. Don't just, don't let go. Stay right with it. If it don't come tonight, if it don't come right now in a few minutes, I've seen it, friends. I've seen it in Nicaragua. I've seen it in Kentucky. That's Brother Danny Torres, some of his brothers. We've seen God move right there in a meeting just at the preaching of the word. Tumor disappear off of a woman's breast because God at any moment can do anything if you're found believing him. If it's 10 minutes. If it's right now, praise God. If it's 10 minutes later, praise God. If it's an hour later, praise God. If it's two weeks later, praise God. If it's a month later, praise God. No matter when it comes, I've got a hold of the promise. I'm just waiting for it to come. The timeline don't really matter. Brother Larry, the timeline don't really matter. If it's 10 minutes from now, praise God. If it's right now, praise God. But if it's next year or the year after next, I'll still be found preaching it. I'll still be found believing it. I'll still be found testifying of it. For God is my deliverer. God is my healer. I've got a hold of the promise. I've got a hold of the promise. I'm not letting go. Why would I let go? Brother Garvin, why would we let go? Where else are we going to go to get what we need? The world didn't give it and the world didn't take it away. I'm not going to get no joy out of the world. You're not going to get no peace out of the world. You're not going to get no peace out of drugs. You're not going to get no peace out of alcohol. Or you're going to get the headache. Come on, somebody. People try to take Oxycontin and all to try to deal with disappointments or bad business deals. That ain't what you need. Just give it to God. Amen. Amen. Well, hold on, Brother Jerry. Because God gave the promise. And my God don't lie. I said, my God don't lie. My God's not puny. My God's not weak. My God don't have COVID. God said, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I've read this here before, but I won't read it again. I want you to listen to this quote. God said, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But the outside world wants you to believe. As soon as you lay hands, you must, the crippled leg must be straight. You must jump up and down. That's what the outside world wants you to believe. That when I pray for a brother with a crippled arm or a crippled leg, immediately, that should straighten out. That's what the outside world wants you to believe. Then when you pray and that don't happen, you get discouraged because they say you must not have it. Yeah. 
then you get discouraged because, well, I prayed for that crippled arm and signs and wonders follow the believers and I prayed for that crippled arm and it's still crippled. So and they said, see there, you ain't got it. But you see, the problem of it is that's the outside world talking. But let's see what father says about it. I'd rather take what daddy says about it than what they say about it. God said they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The outside world wants you to believe as soon as you lay hands on the sick, that crippled leg must be straight. You must jump up and down. But he never said that. He never promised that. Does it happen? Yes. Have we seen it? Yes. But he never said as soon as you pray for a crippled leg, it's going to straighten out. He never said that. He just said lay hands on the sick and they shall recover he said the prayer of faith shall save the sick and God will raise them up he never said when I'm trying to help you if you'll let me they shall lay hands of sick and they shall recover but he never said when You pray for somebody, Brother Larry, and never know. You pray for somebody and never know the outcome. Here not long ago on Facebook, someone had put a little post about their child, a six-year-old boy that was on oxygen. She said, my little buddy going to have to be on oxygen. And I saw that, Brother Louie, it broke my heart. I thought, no little kid should have to be on oxygen, try to play with an oxygen tank, run around trying to pull an oxygen tank. I said, that ain't right. Little boys should run and climb trees and catch frogs and put snakes and make mama scream. That's what. And I wrote a little prayer request. I said, Father, touch this little fella. That he don't have to wear that oxygen. That he can play like other normal children can play. And about an hour later, I got a text from this sister. And she said, Brother Darrell, thank you for praying for my little boy. She said, when my husband was a boy, you passed through Arkansas and prayed for him. He suffered with asthma and you prayed for him and God healed him of asthma. He's never had another attack with it. And if God can heal my husband of asthma, that same God can heal my boy. And I would have never known that. But you see, it didn't happen as soon as I prayed for it. I just prayed I would have never known. But you see, just believe. Just be found believing. Because he never said when it would happen. He just said it would happen. When you pray, believe you receive it and you shall be given to you, the prophet said. But he didn't say when. Just hold on, church. Just simply hold on. Like Elijah and Elisha. When Elijah laid the mantle on Elisha while he was plowing in the field. And the mantle didn't fit. But as soon as Elisha felt that mantle, he wanted it. He wanted that mantle. So he took off after Elijah and he held on. He wasn't leaving Elijah till he got the mantle. Amen. How many, how many, how many knows how many years he walked with Elijah? Ten years from the time he laid the mantle on him. 
But that 10 years, he never left Elijah because he felt that mantle. And he said, I want that mantle. But the prophet of God said the mantle would not fit him. And for 10 years, what did the prophet say? What did the prophet say God was doing to Elisha? He was trimming him down to fit the mantle because God does not cut the mantle to fit us. God will not cut this message to fit your attitude or fit your desire. But he will cut your attitude. He will cut your desire. Do you fit the message that God's give us in this hour sometimes we want to make the robe fit us but no 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 that's not the way it works you must fit the robe amen God made the robe perfect it's his robe and he's got to bring us into that realm to make the robe fit us but I am confident of this very thing that he which begun a good work in me he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ and when it come time for Elijah to leave. Can I have just a few more minutes? When it come time for Elijah to leave. He told Elisha what? What do you want? Amen. He said I want a double portion of your spirit. Now watch. Second Kings 2 2. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Terry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth and as the soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And then he goes on. He said, The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And Elisha said, As the Lord liveth and as my soul liveth, I'll not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And Elijah said unto him, Terry, I pray here, the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth. And as my soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. And they got to Jordan. And Elijah struck the water. And they went across on dry land. And they got to the other side. And Elijah turned to him and said, What do you want? You've been holding on to me. You won't let go of me. You, I've tried to get you to turn back. I've tried to get you to wait at Jericho. I've tried to get you to stop at Bethel. I've tried my best to discourage you. But you won't let go of me. I've got to go. What do you want? Elisha said, I want a double portion of your spirit to come upon me. And the prophet of God said, that's the way to ask. Notice, he never said, I want your ministry. I want what you got. He said, I want what you got plus more. I don't want just your anointing. I want a double portion of your anointing. He said, that's the way God likes for us to ask. Ask God in that way. The trouble said, well, I've asked the Father for so much. You can never ask him for too much. He likes to give you just as much as you've got faith. To receive. How bad you want it? How bad you want your children saved? How bad you want your healing? Don't worry, God won't run out. God's got plenty of blessings. Just hold on to the promise. Elisha got the mantle. He goes back down to the same river with the same mantle with the same God. And he took the mantle and he struck the water. And he said, where is the God of Elijah? He wasn't asking a question. He was making a statement. The God of Elijah is with me. The God of Elijah is with me. 
he held on till the mantle was his. And he took that same mantle and struck the same water and got the same results. Oh, wake up, church. I know it's Wednesday night, but wake up. He had the same mantle with the same anointing, serving the same God, struck the same water, and got the same results. Why? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The anointing that was upon Jesus Christ is now upon his church, doing the same thing he did when he was here. St. John 14, 12. What is it? A double portion of his anointing. He folded the Holy Ghost and he sent it back down on the day of Pentecost. Now the church strikes the water and says, where is the God that was on Jesus Christ? Where is the God that was on Jesus Christ? I'll tell you where he's at. He's right here with us right now. Where is the power of his resurrection? It's in his church today. His promises are true. Let's hold on to them. Just hold your own. Just keep pressing on. Don't give up. Don't turn back. Don't let go. Well, I'm discouraged. But hold on to Jesus. The doctor says it's bad. Hold on to Jesus. Brother Darrell, my marriage is in the pits. Hold on to Jesus. My mental trouble, hold on to Jesus. Just hold on to Jesus. Don't look at the situation. Only look at the solution. Only look to the solution. Look to him. Grab a hold of the promise. Grab a hold of the promise. As we close, as that black girl in Memphis did. Now, those of you that got the little care package that Sister Joy and the sisters put together, in that little package was a testimony about 21 minutes of the story of the black girl in Arkansas. Every time I ever go to pray for the sick, I listen to this testimony in my room before I go to the service when I'm going to have a prayer line that night because it always builds my faith. This girl was blinded from cataracts. I know what it is to have a blind child. This girl was blinded with cataracts. And the doctors told her they couldn't help her. And her daddy on the radio that morning heard that a man up in Kennett, Missouri, had got his eyesight back in the meeting. And Brother Brandon talks about him. Said he went into the Methodist church testifying and they threw him out because he was just so excited because he could see. He was on the way home from the meeting and started seeing lights. And by the next morning he could see good. And they heard on the radio that that man had been delivered. And her daddy got the money together to buy a bus ticket to go to Jonesboro, Arkansas to get in this meeting to get this man named William Brennan to pray for his daughter who was blind and he told her now honey you stay right here I'm going to go find the healer and when I find the healer I'll bring him to you baby and if you open that man's eyes up and get it, he can open your eyes too. Now you stay here. And he goes through the crowd, but there were so many people pushing around, trying to get in. They bumped the girl, and she got into the crowd, and she got lost. And they pulled Brother Brennan from the platform to go pray for a woman that they said was dead. She's in the back of an ambulance. And when he came out of the ambulance, God raised the woman up. And when he stepped out of the ambulance, he said, Brother Brennan, we can never get you back in the building the way you come out. We've got to take you around this way, but you see... God orchestrates it so wonderful. So they was bringing the prophet around this way. 
and he heard this black girl. She began to cry. Would someone help me? I've lost my daddy. I can't see. Have mercy on me. Nobody was paying her any mind. And Brother Brandon was trying to work his way through the crowd. He said, excuse me, I don't want to step on your toes. I'm sorry, sir. I'm trying to get to the back of the church. And no doubt people are saying, would you get out of the way? We're trying to get in there to get prayed for. And the very one that they was wanting to pray for them was standing right in front of them. And they didn't even recognize it. How many times has he passed right by your pew? And you didn't see him. The prophet said, I got over there where she would bump into me. He said, what is it that you're looking for? She said, I'm looking for the healer. He said, the what? She said, the healer. He said, my daddy got the money. You brought me up here and we're trying to get to the healer because I'm blind, sir. He said, now I lost my daddy. He said, I said, you don't believe that about that man could pray for you and God will heal you? She said, I'll tell you what, sir. If you don't get me to where he's at, I'll find my daddy myself. (laughs) Brother Branham said, I looked at her and I said, maybe I'm the one you're supposed to see. See how God locks things exactly right? Why was I taken to the back? She grabbed me by the lapels of my coat like that. And she said, are you the healer? I said, no, sister, I'm not. I'm just your brother. She said, I want to see the healer. And I said, I hope that you do see him someday. And I believe you will. She said, what is your name? And I said, Brother Branham. She said, you're the one I want to see. And I said, now one, I said, no one knows it's me. I said, I'll pray for you, but, but don't, said, don't let it be known. I said, take your hands. He said, I couldn't pull her hands off of my lapel. She was holding on for dear life. I tried to pry her. I couldn't even get her hands off of my coat. She was holding on for dear life. And I said, I can pray for you if you'll believe. And she said, that's all I ask you to do. And we bowed our heads, and while we were praying, I heard a scream. Oh, God. And she ran out into the lot, throwing people one way or the other, and she fell on the ground screaming, I, who was once blind, can now see. Fourteen years later, he got a letter from her, and she doesn't even have to wear glasses or nothing. It's the amazing grace of God, he said, that does these things. It's something that Jesus Christ gave to his church to enjoy the privileges of good health he said when those people saw that young Ethiopian girl with her sight there stood an old man there with a club and a twisted foot he said I know who you are brother Branham I've been standing here three days in the rain we can't sit in church 40 minutes without looking at her watch and this man, Jeremy, said three days in the rain with a twisted up foot. 
because he was holding on. He was not letting go. He was not giving up. He said, I want to work. I want to provide for my family. He said, I don't know who you are. I've been standing three days in the rain. If you'll just ask God, God will heal my foot. Brother Brennan said, what can be done at this time? I said to him, my brother, if you believe that Jesus died and rose again the third day to make all these things possible, hand me your club. And he handed me to the club. He wasn't kidding. He meant it. And I seen with my own two eyes that twisted club foot come straight. And he jumped into the air and began to scream. Four men rushed around me. People, mothers with their little babies trying to get in close enough just to touch that old raggedy coat. And God was healing them. It wasn't the ragged coat, nor it wasn't the one who was wearing it. It was the Lord Jesus who was here in this building this morning. Honoring their faith. If he honored their faith, will he not honor your faith? If your faith can only declare, he's here for you. <laughs> Let your faith go to hold on to the promise. You say, Brother Darrell, what if it won't work? What if I do it and it won't work? I'm telling you right now, it'll never work with that kind of attitude. If you mix your faith with doubt, it's a hybrid faith. Just let your faith go and hold on to the promise of God for your need. Don't worry who's beside you. Jesus Christ is here. Just reach out to Jesus. You need healing, ask him for it. You need forgiveness, ask him for it. You need deliverance, ask him for it. You need answers, ask him for it. You've got to make decisions, ask him for it. He's an ever-present help in the time of trouble. I say, brother, sister, that night at the shoot out woman's house, I say they were singing. I say they were shouting. I guarantee you she wasn't sitting like we are in this church building tonight. I guarantee you that. Because I know how we acted when we brought Jessica home from the hospital when the company left. We tried to behave when the company was there. But as soon as everybody left, I don't mind to tell you, I danced through my house. I ran through my house. I jumped through my house because God had gave my baby back to me, Brother Louis. And we were home. Hallelujah. And that night at her house, I tell you, there was shouting, there was singing, there was rejoicing because that dead boy was not on the bed of Elijah. He was sitting at the table eating. <laughs> you know why? Because she held on and would not let go. Just hold on, saints. Just hold on. Oh, Brother Darrell, it's terrible. Brothers, come. Brother Darrell, it's terrible. Look, I've not got my head stuck in the sand. I know it's bad out there. It's bad everywhere right now. But just hold on. 
just hold on. He told us these things would be here. He told us it would be this way. We don't know what else is going to happen. You don't know what's going to be tomorrow. Remember I preached that first message at the first of the year? There's two roads set before us. Will it be better or worse off this year? That's still true, friends. Look at what happened since that first message I preached in January. Look at where we're at. Look at the roads that's put before the people. Many are turning back. Many are giving up. Many are losing their mind. But I say to you, hold on. Sorrow. Let me be sorrow tonight. But joy cometh in the morning. Just hold on. I'll not turn back. I won't turn back. There's no place to turn back to. Just hold on. Hold on. Do you love him tonight? Let's bow our heads. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Father, I give you my all. Oh, Lord. Lord, I'm going to hold on. Until I see Brother Gene leaving, walk down the aisles, sit in his old seat. I'm going to hold on, Lord. I see Brother Eugene Kennedy come walking down the aisle saying he's gaining weight. I'm going to hold on for our sisters that's battling cancer. I'm going to hold on for those that's battling arthritis. I'm going to hold on, dear God, to the promise of your word. Lord, if I could... I'd bring Brother Gene home from the hospital tonight. If I could, Lord, I'd have Brother Kennedy sitting on the front row this weekend, but I can't. But you can, Lord. God, you see the needs. Lord, I got so many texts this week, people want prayer. Sometimes it's just overwhelming, Lord. There's so many needs. But oh God, tonight I'm going to hold on for my brother. I'm going to hold on for my sister. I'm going to believe you're going to do something wonderful for him. I'm going to believe it's even doing it right now. I'm going to believe you for it, Lord. For our children, for our marriages, for our security, for our healing, for our joy, for our peace, for our revival. They're not heavy, Lord. They're not heavy. They're my brothers. We're going to hold on, Lord Jesus, to the promise of your word tonight. You said in your word, Lord, you've never lied to us. You've never failed us. You've never changed your mind about your word. It's just as true tonight as it was when you spoke it, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus. May we grab a hold of your lapel as it was, Lord. I got a black sister in Arkansas. She was not letting go. She was not letting go. She had found the one who could help her. She had found the one who could open her eyes. The Shudamite woman, she found a place of rest. Oh, she found a place of rest when she grabbed your feet of the prophet because the answer to her boy was there before her. 
Oh, Lord God, tonight, you're here in the midst of your people, even as says you said you would be. And God, there's many needs among us tonight. But we're going to hold on, Lord. We're going to hold on, Lord. We're going to believe. We're going to testify. We're going to carry one another. We're going to pray for one another. We're going to lift one another up before the throne. For Lord, when they left Egypt, they didn't leave a hoof behind. Oh God, we're holding on tonight that we all may leave here together. Grant it, Lord, I pray, Father. Grant it, Lord Jesus, tonight. Oh God. Oh Lord Jesus. Bless your holy name, Lord God. Bless your holy name. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for open blinded eyes. I thank you for making the lame walk. Making the dumb speak and the deaf to hear. Cancers disappear out of bodies. I believe, Lord. I believe. Oh, Lord Jesus. The same Lord Jesus that healed blind Bartimaeus is the same Lord Jesus that gave that sister in Arkansas her eyesight is the same Lord Jesus who gave Jessica's eyesight back to her is the same Lord Jesus that's in this building tonight oh God may we reach out Lord and grab a hold and grab a hold if you're here tonight friends you have a need I believe he can take bad blood and make it good. Take stiff joints and make them loose. I believe he can take fear and turn it into peace. After all, he turned water into wine. And whatever you're here tonight, I, I want to ask you. While we're just here in his presence, you have a need from him tonight? Won't you just stand to your feet? Won't you just stand to your feet tonight and reach out to him and say, Lord, I need forgiveness. Lord, I need deliverance. Lord, my nerves are shot. I just feel like giving up. I just feel like hanging it up. I need you tonight, Lord. Just reach out to him, friends. He's just as real right now as he was then. He's in the midst right now. He is our healer. He is our deliverer. Just reach out to him tonight. Heavenly Father. Lord, I don't know if anyone's standing or not, Lord. But I'm looking to you tonight in the name of Jesus. May your spirit move for all those that are standing, oh God. Lord, if there be one or if there be twenty, I don't know, God. Thou knowest all things tonight. But my 
faith, dear God, we reach out to you. We're going to grab a hold of that promise, Lord, for our children, for our salvation, for our joy, for our peace, for our deliverance, Lord. I pray for my brother tonight. I pray for my sister tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, may their faith be loose, dear God. To believe like the Shunammite woman. To believe like that black girl down in Arkansas, dear God. Grant it tonight, oh God. May our faith be released to grab a hold of you, Lord. And let the healing begin. Sister Erica, Sister Becky Johnson, Sister Parker, Lord others dear God others dear God who has needs Lord oh God in the name of Jesus tonight let the Holy Spirit sweep through the building let the oh hallelujah let the wings of a dove tonight God let it flutter over our souls dear God we can receive of you tonight Satan you're defeated your back was broken Calvary you're a paralytic devil tonight you have no hold on God's people out of them in the name of Jesus Christ for the glory of God for the glory of God my hope is in the Lord my hope is in the Lord hallelujah 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 oh hallelujah hallelujah oh hallelujah father those listening on the internet tonight I pray in the name of Jesus, dear God. Go into their homes, Lord. Those suffering with the COVID, dear God. Those are suffering with the symptoms that's left behind, dear God. Lord, the fatigue that tries to come back. The cough that tries to come back upon them, God. I rebuke it tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. May they breathe deeper than they've ever breathed. May the cough leave. May the fatigue leave tonight. Grant it, I pray, oh Father God. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are the antidote, oh God. We look to you tonight, Father. May there not be one more Lord we pray not one more may it leave our assembly dear God we lift our hands to the God who hears our prayers tonight we lift our hearts to the God who hears our prayers tonight and we say yea Lord yea Lord we believe we believe Oh, hell trembles when the Christian starts believing. Oh, Father God, tonight, we confess it. Let cancers be gone. Let high blood pressure be gone. Let sugar diabetes be gone. Oh, let revival break out in the hearts of the people. Stir us once more, oh God. Shake us in this 2020. Shake us once more, oh God, I pray. Oh, grant it, oh God. Grant it, oh God. Grant it, oh God. Satan tries to come in, call one of the sheep out of the foe. Oh, Father God, may the sword be drawn to slay him in the midst of the assembly. We not lose one more young person. Not one more, Lord. Not one more. We stand as an army. We stand as an army. We stand as Shamgard, our God-given right as sons and daughters of God to possess our inheritance. Healing is mine. Joy is mine. Peace is mine. The world didn't give it to me. The world can't take it away from me. Hallelujah. I believe it tonight, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, let healing flow. Let peace flow tonight. Those of you that are struggling with depression tonight, just shake it off of you right now. Just shake it off of you. Just let it drop to your feet and walk out free. Those of you that's nervous of fear, there's such a fear that goes with this virus. 
But don't let it get on you tonight. Trust the one who's able. Trust the one tonight who's able to see you through no matter what you face. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff that comfort me. Thou anointest my head with oil. Yea, though I walk, thou art with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grant it tonight, Lord. Father, touch Brother Jackie Benton, Lord. Renew his strength, Father. Others, Lord, in the assembly tonight. Brother Louis, Lord, with this back, God, I know it hurts him, Lord. I don't know what that back trouble is, God. You know I've laid in floor and cried. Hurt so bad he can't stand it, Lord. But may it leave our brother. May others suffer with back trouble. May it leave him, Lord, by the rising of the sun. May the report come back. The pain. Oh, grant it, Jesus. Grant it tonight, Lord Jesus. I receive it, Lord. I receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. I receive my healing. I receive it tonight, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. He is our peace Who hath broken down every wall He is our Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
can't take it away. Oh, now this joy that I have. Oh, I said this joy that I have. peace that we have the world didn't give it to me no this peace that we have the world didn't give it to me oh this peace that we have the world didn't give it to me the world didn't give it the world can't take it away this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me oh I said this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me oh this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me the world didn't give it the world can't take it away love that I have the world didn't give it to me all oh, this love that I have the world didn't give it to me all oh, this love that I have the world didn't give it to me the world didn't give it the world can't take it away Did you enjoy church tonight? Has it been good to have been in the house of the Lord? I want to try a little course. We've never done this before, but just to compliment what Brother Darrell brought us tonight. Brother, we just try it. I don't know what key it'll even be in, but we'll hold on. Hold on. Let's see if we just, it's just a little course, very simple, but let's just see if we can do it tonight before we leave. Hold on. Hold on. Sunday.